Okay then, everybody, welcome to the Rat Trap Podcast. We have got David in a lovely tweed jacket, and we've got a nice little hubby as well. Well, yes. here in my Snorlax onesie. <laughs> How's it going, lads? What's been going on? We've been busy. Yeah, me, me and David have uh, we've been making a sort of merch uh, store. Yeah, we're trying our hand at e-commerce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old hand at it now. Well, yeah, yeah. of course, darling. Well, of course we all, you know. My <laughs> times in e-commerce back in the eighties, darling. It was all very frightfully new. <laughs> Have you been listening? I'll tell you what, actually, we'll talk about. We're going to start putting out little um, Spotify playlists, 10 track playlists of what we've been listening during the week, just in case anyone gives a crap. Some people like to find new music or music that's not new, but new to them. Mm-hmm. And they might want to listen to what crap we've been listening to, maybe. What mood are you into today? Well, exactly. I don't know. I've had a really bad week. <laughs> Terribly bad week. I feel alright today, but I've the last week I've just not slept and working 12 hour night shifts and not sleeping no is it uh, is it child related yeah it's always Lack child sleep. related <laughs> and uh, yeah just really really like there's, mental there's, you begin there's to no better like advertisement criminal. there are you begin to look like an eastern black criminal yeah, <laughs> my eyes are going like Uncle Fester. Yeah, what's everyone else been doing? Good week. Um, I've not been doing much, you know. I'll be honest. I'm, I feel really bad coming into these podcasts because I like I don't do anything. I don't listen to any music or watch any films or anything. And I, by by Sunday morning, I'm like, yourself? oh shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how do you feel in yourself? Uh, I'm alright actually, not too bad. I think uh, years off to a, a decent start. I think I think it's going to be better than last year. So I'm, I'm yeah. I thought that last um, year. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's you never uh, know, so it's early days still. What did you actually do in the week then? So working, um, obviously on new business, doing that like nine to five when I can. Um, and then, um, like I was, I was watching. I have just finished Georgia. Actually, I was watching that. Yeah. So I was quite disappointed to realise that there's only five seasons have been made into an anime so far. Um, I thought there was a bit more because, like, the first season was like back in 2010 or something. Daft. Uh, and it's they, they take forever. Really, you know. Yeah. Well, no. The, the yeah, the manga was really early, but the the first anime, the first. Oh, well, so, the, right. the very, very first one was like in the 90s, I think. They, yeah. they did season three back in the 90s. Right. And then they did the whole thing rebooted again. But they started it, yeah, some, maybe, I don't know, 2010, 20, 2009, I don't know. But they right. take like they take like two, two, three years per season. It's so annoying. So um, I just finished season five, which is brilliant. I was like, yeah, let's get to season six now. And it, no, they've not done it. Um, and now because of... Yeah, because of COVID now as well, it, there's even more delay. So it might not be another two or three years before they get the next vaccine. Is it on a so, yeah, kind of bummed. Say it again, what? Is it been left on a cliffhanger as well? No, no, it's not been left on a cliffhanger. It's just I, I was really eager to get to the next part because they're all interconnected. So like um, the next so season six will be, it'll be, you know, the, the main guy in season three, mm. uh, when they go to Egypt, it's his daughter. So oh. it's her story, so um, it just continues on from there, and it, yeah. So I was really quite uh, looking forward to it, but it's a bit annoying that I have to wait now. Because I like to, I like to binge. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll... Have you been watching out? Uh, well, people have been sending me loads of documentaries and I've been watching those because it's easier for me to watch documentaries while I'm working because I, I don't stop. Um, but yeah, I've been watching documentaries on um, how time is perceived and uh, Johnny sent me one on Outsider Art and uh, Darren sent me one on um, sound uh, recording, which was really good, uh, which I used to do a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, like I still do really, I, I, but he got me into it um, when I was in LA uh, because I, all I'd hear all days like traffic and gunshots and mariachi bands and yeah it, it was just constant it was never stopped so it sent me like uh like things he record like a thunderstorm or you know a forest or <laughs> things like that so i started recording like cityscapes but making them sound like films so put like um uh, music underneath he'd do like these sound designs and uh, which he'd done in the past but I just picked up on them I thought oh they go well because they're quite minimalistic underneath uh, what was going on when I was recording yeah so you know it's been this thing and Luco uh, the other day well a couple of weeks ago broke out floppy disks full of like recordings he'd done in the 90s <laughs> like of factories and shit I'm like fucking hell yeah. so do they still they work <laughs> they do fucking <laughs> hell and he's, he's still got a machine that reads them. Yeah, what, what, he's, he's what probably got one from the 90s. That's <laughs> So, wow. So I've been, I've, been, I've kind of been getting back into it lately. Um, because we've been doing that STEMS project, we're kind of trying to intermingle it. And then Russ has been wanting stuff underneath what he's doing. Right, yeah. So it's, it, it's great to get back into it, but rather than it just be for me, it's like you're going somewhere. This is what this is what I mean. Do you know when we were talking the other week and I was like, it needs to be for something. Yeah. I struggle just listening. Like honestly, in my personal thing, I can't just listen to that sort of thing. But you put a video up and I think you were drawing some cartoon. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like a Weinstein um, sort of parody. Yeah. And, uh, and you had the sound and it was perfect like that. That, that, that exactly. I could sit and watch that all, and listen to that all day. I just think. On its own, maybe it's just me. Probably is just me, but I lose uh, attention. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're right because I think it's got a, an idea of like this ASMR type thing. Yeah. You know, the reason they're popular is for some reason they're quite comforting. Like uh, Darren's been doing stuff, uh, really, really good stuff. Now he's now he's like seeing how long he can get them. Like, mm. I think the last one he's done is like one piece. It's three hours. Wow. Two hours fifty or something. I, I put those on. One of those things that you were listening to was Darren. Right. And, and he put like uh, like subtly in the background, like these sounds of the moon landing or whatever. Oh. Um, uh, but it sounds, when you're listening to it and you're working, it sounds, you remember if you're in the car with your parents mm. and you're just falling asleep, but you can still hear them talking. Yeah, yeah. It's that kind of, there's a comfort to it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that sounds like you're in the womb, I guess. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, saying that, we use white noise all the time. We are allowed to try and get him to sleep and stuff, so makes sense in that respect. Yeah, yeah I think I think well, it just I was... needs that extra visual thing for me. 
um, to keep me like into it, if you will. Because I listened to the one that I did with Nort as well, and it was really nice. I just I, I, I need that. It's just I think it's just a lack of. Um, I, I think attention. I think you need to be doing something. I think you need yeah. to be doing something whilst you're listening to it. So like for me, that kind of stuff, I wouldn't just sit down and listen to that without doing something else. So especially cre- creative stuff. I used to write uh, a lot to that kind of rather than listen to actual music. I'd rather listen to ambience, like the sound of rain or just like yeah. the sound of a city, and it really does help you. Your creative juices flow a lot more, or even just probably go to sleep or whatever, or relax. So, I think you have to do something whilst you're doing it, rather than just listening to it. Maybe. I guess it depends what you need it for. I yeah. Mean, like in LA, I needed to drown out the city because it's just—it's <laughs> 24 hours. You just need yeah. The time. Uh, and you know, I did get homesick. Now mm. I'm going to the other way, I want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the people that as well, what, could you explain what it is we're on about, David? Because they might oh, not. <laughs> uh, field recordings basically are uh, ambient sound from, from different locations. And the idea is that it don't like a photograph, it only happens once. So uh, you, you're actually capturing sound which will only happen once. Um, and you could, and this has been going on for years and years and years. You know, like uh, people, people in the seventies really experimented with it. I think, um, like John Cage, you know, like he he famously did a piece which was just ambient sound in a, an auditorium. And if you go to a different auditorium, it'd be different sound. So, but it, it lasted four minutes or something or whatever. Um, and the, the band, they'll have a full orchestra, but they'll be just sat there. Mm. And it'll be just four minutes, 45 minutes of uh, nothing. Yeah. But in that time, there's still things going on. You can hear things outside. So it's kind of compl- uh, contemplative and it's also kind of meditative uh, as well. It can be like, and it helps people. Like, like I was saying before, SMR, you know, people are feeling lonely. Yeah. So they're, they're watching someone do things that maybe like uh, if you were in a relationship for example like somebody could be playing with your hair or mm. whispering to you or whatever uh, and it's that comforting feeling of uh, having somebody else there or the sound of it like like you said before like going back into the womb uh, where you, you can hear things inside the womb but you're not quite there and um, also uh, I've got a friend who's got tinnitus and he'd been listening to the cityscape stuff that I've done, and apparently because it it kind of blends into it, he he'd been listening to it so he could go to sleep. Ah, drowns yeah. that. That's a good idea. Mm. I didn't thought of it like that. I had seen an advert on uh, Facebook, and it was uh, some woman talking, and she's basically selling this thing where she just talks you to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah. Not for me, like, but I mean, some people might <laughs> yeah. like that. I'd be like, fuck up, try to sleep. <laughs> I think at the moment it's it's become really popular because people are all mixed up, like in mm. like time's lost all meaning, or you know, and then so people who find it hard to relax or sleep, or yeah. and people are suffering from anxiety and that. Yeah. yeah, and they turn into these things uh, like apps. Yeah. Now you can get the help of sleep. I'm talking about sleep, he's not slept for like 10 days. <laughs> Honestly, this lack of gym like, as well. 
this lack of exercise because I have no motivation to do anything at the minute. But when we're going to the gym and stuff, I would finish the gym up for an hour, go home, and I just go straight to sleep because I'm just like, you know, I've worked 12 hours and then I've done an hour in the gym and I'm just gone. But now I'm just working, getting home, and I'm, I feel wired. And it's really annoying because you've been up all night and you think, right, I need to sleep when that baby's crying. And you're like, oh, for God's sake. First lights, jet light. Yeah, it's like you start like when I'm at work, I start like yeah, you start like hallucinating a bit and start like um, getting like stomach cramps and all sorts of weird stuff and it's like it's just stuff that I never usually get because I've usually been a very good sleeper all my life really. Yeah. Start having all this, it's like it's really I don't know, it's off putting. Well, have you have you had the shadow thing yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start seeing that, stuff that, that in my eyes. See, I've yeah. never read that. I've I've always been a trouble sleeper. I, I always, because for me, like when things are too quiet at night, that's when you start thinking about all the shit in your life, and you're like, you start worrying about stuff. So for me, that that kind of stuff really does help, like having some sound in the background just to distract you and turn your turn your brain off in a sense, so that it's a, it turns one side of your brain off to the talking side. Um, but I've I've never seen the shadows yet, though. I don't think I've seen that. I've not... yeah, I think that comes around about three to four days. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I've never been up that late. So. I've definitely had something like that this week. Like, and I have in the past, but I've never. I've been very grumpy this week. Like, yeah. Honestly, like worst I think I've been. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh, I cannot arse with anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this this lockdown isn't helping in the slightest because you no. just can't do anything. No. no. I've just. I've had a baby during lockdown, so it's like, you know, it's the worst time to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think being active really helps? You know, like, if you're active, you're like, you know, maybe wear your body down a bit more. And... Yeah, yeah. I need, I, need to, I need to do something, but I just don't have the motivation. And I, I know it's a recurring, you know, it's a... Yeah. Whatever, I just... I need to Feedback start. loop. Yeah. I just... Yeah. I've got to work and stuff, and I'm, work, I'm walking about all day, but it's not exercise like, yeah get- I, I do that with, with running and walking I, I don't do there's not a single day that i won't do something either go for a walk go for a run or go for a bike ride um because if i don't I, fe- I, I feel like absolute shit if i don't yeah it's it's like before i started exercising it's a wonder how how i felt before i started it like how did i get by without doing this yeah because it is such it's so good for you um just for you just for your head just for your mind yeah, yeah. That's um, the serotonin <laughs> yeah a massive change yeah, massive. yeah. even laura said you're just a grumpy git like, <laughs> yeah like when you're just like not doing that well yeah Mm. Hard work, but the, I've been watching something called. Um, I sent it to you, David. Pretend it's a city. I think it's called. Oh yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. It's about Fran Lebowitz. I think she's called, and she's like a writer and a humorist sort of thing. And she just talks about New York City because she lived there all her life and that. And she's hilarious. Like she's oh, very yeah. opinionated, but Scorsese as well directing it. I think. Yeah. I, I just yeah, think I, it's a I, I think they're friends. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, she's, she's such a character. Yeah. It, it, it really made me want to go back there. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, New York's one of those places that is an experience. And uh, if you spend any time there, you, you, you kind of you kind of see more into it. And, and the best thing to do is when you're there, 
is to go to places that aren't on the tourist map. Mm. Is that really how you experience New York? Yeah. Like I've got friends there, so what you know, like you go there and you 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 know doing things like having parties and stuff like that. But they're in like Brooklyn or uh, Dumbo or something like that, which mm. is you know, and uh, Chinatown, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, the city's never appealed to me, but watching that, I don't know. I like the look of it, but I don't. It's like I don't know. I like the look of it, but I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I think you've got to go to a city. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm from here, but it took me three years to get used to Los Angeles. Yeah. Because it's so different from here. It's like yeah. completely different. So it was and. I took to New York straight away because it was a bit more like Manchester. Right. Mm. You know, like people, even though they were up there on ours, they were friendly, mm. you know, yeah. like Manchester. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's that industrial, um, creative buzz that's all around it. Berlin's like that as well. Berlin's amazing. Mm. Like, but you have to you have to do the underground scene really to experience it. And again, I've got friends there, so it's like you don't they don't want to do the tourist thing. They want to show mm. you the ground. See, that's somewhere yeah. I did enjoy. I went to um, Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, yeah. That was gorgeous. I could live there, not a problem. That was I don't know why. It was just a lot friendlier than any city I've been to. People were nice. There was yeah. going on all around you. We were sat in this square. And there were guys playing violin while you were eating your bratwurst and that. It was just like, isn't it amazing how like um, Germany, German, German people are like really friendly, Japanese people are really friendly, but those two are like the worst uh, countries in like World War Two. They were the most right wing, <laughs> the most like evil. They committed so much atrocities. So I'm wondering maybe after maybe like 50, 100 years, maybe America will be like really friendly. <laughs> not, not, saying, not saying they're not. They'd be well friendly. Maybe the fact is, like America, like say for example, Germany might have started out, you know, you've got to imagine after the First World War, Germany had no money at all. They were destitute. Plus they had no proper leaders. Everybody was arguing with each other. Yeah. Uh, so when Hitler came along, it kind of offered them a direction mm. uh, and made them feel like they mattered again. Because, yeah. you know, we just trounced them in a war. Mm. So, but that's what you're seeing in America, which yeah, exactly. people don't understand this. These people, when you go there, some places are like a third world country. Mm. You know, like in, in LA, for example, and that's supposed to be the most progressive city in the world. Uh, it's just the streets, and especially now, they're just lined with tents and crackheads, and you know, yeah. like it looks like a shanty town. I was talking yeah. to Omar like two days ago, and he was telling me like all these places that you, you just normally walk down, and you know that uh, Skid Row's over there, so you'd never go there. Yeah, and then you'd be walking down like places where tourists are and stuff like that now, and you're just seeing tents and people on the streets and i saw it during bush's time uh like i got the, the latter end of it and there were whole families on the street when obama got in that kind of cleared up a little bit yeah and then when trump got in oh my god and apparently it's just so bad it's just like a sea of like you don't want to walk down the street yeah. it's interesting you say that because when i went to florida we went to a mall 
and this mold were like it looked like it was plated in gold it were really extravagant there were like water fountains it were really nice inside all the shops were really expensive blah 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 and then we got back on the bus went over these train tracks and it was literally um shacks made out of metal people spinning them and it was literally like absolutely rich to absolutely destitute yeah. in, in five seconds it was so but, but you see a lot of that where where you have um tax havens so singapore for example dubai yeah. and you what you're seeing is extreme wealth and because of the extreme wealth you see an extreme poverty yeah uh and I think that's kind of been happening in America. It could happen here if they like changed London into a tax haven, yeah. which is my thought of why all this is happening anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you're going to have, you think London's London centric now? Just imagine when it's a tax haven. Yeah. I mean, like all these people in the north or wherever outside yeah. of London, they suffer. I can imagine just like Singapore as well. They. They, they became their own city-state and they, they became their own country. I can imagine London doing the same thing, just like breaking off from England and becoming their own country. Uh, so. but, but still governing the rest yeah. of it. Funnily enough, it's Heidi's birthday today. We ordered her some um, some like teddies and stuff because she likes YouTubers and that, so they all have merch and that, all in United States, in America. Mm. And um, we ordered them weeks ago like weeks and weeks ago <laughs> and we're like why haven't they turned up yet like what's going on so we googled it and there's just the biggest backlog because of brexit and i just didn't think because before christmas obviously we were still in so everything was coming through and then apparently all these wagons and stuff like and i didn't know anything about it because i've not been watching the news and there's just like lines and lines and lines of wagons and stuff and you just think oh here we go this is the start <laughs> i know it's only like bits and pieces of teddies and stuff but when that becomes something important then it's well, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, when you start should start panicking is when freight really gets panicked. Mm. Um, but then, because then all your food changes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's just weird. I mean, what do you think about um, Elon Musk becoming the wealthiest man in the world now? He's been asking everyone what to spend his money on. What would you What would you say to Elon Musk? Um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine like what he did become richer than the owner of Amazon. What, what did he actually he's do got to multiple yeah. companies? He doesn't Is just it? put all his eggs in one basket. He's got no. so many companies. Like, yeah. I listened to the podcast with Joe Rogan, and he's got like SpaceX. He's, I think he did PayPal to start with. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got like clothing companies. He's got that uh, tequila company. He's got Tesla. You know, it's just yeah. Well, that's it. If you've if you've got capital, you can do whatever the fuck you want, can't you? It's just getting that money in the first place. Once you've got the money, you can fucking. I guess it takes money to make it, but we don't. We all know he, um, he used his initial money to buy his hair, didn't we? Because have you seen those pictures of him before he got his hair implanted? No. Like a rape fucking dweeb. Have you not seen it? No, no. I'll send it to you now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So, so the question was basically: he's become the the, the uh, wealthiest man in the world, and he said to people, "What do they think he should spend his money on?" So, if he said that to you, he said. Listen up, Afi and David. I've got like billions and trillions here. What do you reckon? What shall I spend it on? What would you say? I'll, I'll put it to David first. That's mm. a tough question. All you can do is really think about what you would spend it on. And you're talking about an unfathomable amount of money there. And if you gave it away, say like to charities and stuff how much of that would actually go to the charities 
yeah. would it be corrupted? Would it get stopped by the gov the gov prospective government so that um, they can just spend it on arms and stuff and none of it gets to the people? Uh, then you think, well, can I help all the people around me? And you can, but you've still got trillions and trillions left in the bank. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to think about, okay, let's think of the future. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> wow. Sorry to disturb. <laughs> oh, that's another that was. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that picture up uh, in the socials for everyone to see what we're laughing at. <laughs> or you can just search Elon Musk before and after it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That didn't look like him. That looked like someone that was coming down off methadone. <laughs> yeah, I can't say out. Oh, such, such a power geek. Yeah. yeah. I'd just tell him to get all his money and punch it up his asshole. I think that's what I'd say. As, yeah. as much as he can fit up there. Yeah. Well, you just talk. Uh... No. 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 Uh, it's like this is this is a funny thing as well. I know lots of rich people, and there's a lot that are nice, and a lot that really work their ass off to get to that position. Yeah. And there's this, there's this um, thought that, oh, rich people, wankers, you know, like, they deserve to die. It's like, why? They've, yeah, worked, yeah. they've worked hard. They've, you know, invested right. Is it is it purely jealousy that you're talking he about? Should, he should, um, I think he should give it to, like, some, uh, the COVID relief, definitely. Because oh, yeah. initially when, when he... Um, all these Twitter posts saying, "Oh, the COVID, the COVID is a lie, or whatever, blah blah blah." He's, he's, he's essentially a bit, a bit of an anti-vaxxer, isn't he? And he's, he spreads a lot of um, crap on his Twitter. Yeah. So definitely put money there. Um, but it's just, it, it's just the arrogance of it. I think that that I've got all these billions and millions. What should I spend it on, people? And it's like, fucking, don't ask me. You just, you just use your own conscience and yeah. fucking put the money where you want. Don't ask me. Don't yeah, fucking flaunt it in front of me. Just do it. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's what I get mad about. Yeah. It's like Bully's um, special prize. This is what you could have won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I don't really. I'm not angry at the fact that he is rich. It's just the way he kind of flaunts it. Yeah, is a bit I mean, annoying. For, for me personally, I think the damage is done already when you've got that much money. Um, I know, like I say, people work hard and stuff like that. But if you work for Amazon, for example, there's stories of people pissing in bottles because they're not allowed to go for piss um, and shitting at the desk and stuff like and stupid stuff like that. Oh, no, and people in China. Don't get me wrong. I think if it's nefarious means that they've got it or it ruins people's lives, it has, to be, lives, doesn't it? It has to be completely different. Yeah. To get that much money, it has to be that. Like, I don't think there's a way to do it ethically where everyone that you have employed for you gets paid a proper wage and the where you source your stuff like like Apple iPhones and stuff they've got people um, in foreign countries digging up the I don't know what the, the thing is that it's a spe specific metal that they have to use for the iPhone so everyone that's got an iPhone including me mm -hmm. um, you know we're supporting child labour and all that sort of thing so <laughs> all the it's like, like, like and, and they say oh iPads made in California they're not they're, they're designed in California put together in China and there's bars on the windows because people are chucking themselves out the windows and killing themselves because the, the working is that you know the um whatever yeah. is that bad so it's 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 just it's just that screw that it, there is no um, it does loop back to this idea that if you've got extreme rich you've got extreme poverty yeah of that fact uh and you see it a lot in Russia these oligarchs now they just like they can do whatever the fuck they want they're above the law 
if, mm. if, if one percent of the population has more money than the rest of the 99 percent combined which they do i think it's twice now twice over then there's something wrong and yeah. i don't care like i get it people work hard and all that sort of stuff but generally the people that you've employed for you work harder yeah yeah Balance. Balance. Yeah. And I think there's the, the problem with the world today is there's no balance. No. And there's no balance in nature. They're not balancing out the fact that we're using all the resources up and probably living a hollow earth in the end, you know. Yeah. They're not balancing out the wealth. They're not balancing out temperament. They're not balancing out power. You know, it's a huge power struggle at the moment as well. You're not balancing out the fact that uh, the new ways of thinking should be enforced where you know, you've got old ways of thinking that should be reviewed you know don't get rid of it don't forget it but you know like we're you've got laws that are from like 200 300 400 years ago mm-hmm. yeah. like the constitution it's not been updated yeah. for whatever and yeah, people say well, it's all right it's all right it's all right it's like no it's like religion it needs to move on yeah like i don't have a problem with people being religious but you need to move on with the times you can't like there's bits in the bible that says a woman should shut up and do as she's told no we've moved on past that let's Mm. move on and update it you know what i mean well before that women were revered you can see that old um art like stone age art or uh, art from ancient egypt women were revered Mm. and then religion other religions probably took over and you know Maybe they were emasculated and they decided yeah. to have these things in. That seems to be what it is, isn't it? Because when you look at religion, it's like, right, you do as you're told, you stand behind me. Um, <laughs> you're not to, like, there was a bit, I think it was in Tudor times, if women orgasmed, like, they were, like, uh, done in, basically. Yeah. Like, they battle well, over men and stuff. Don't, like, don't, don't, don't they now mutilate women uh, by removing the clitoris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because of that fact. Yeah, what was that in? That was um, that was in a, a book as well, weren't it? The uh, Handmaid's Tale, I think. Yeah, but it's based on things that are still that happening. have happened. Yeah, yeah, and happened. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they do it in this country. They've had to outlaw it. Think about that. They have in a in a first world country, they have to think about things like outlawing um, taking uh, the the labia or the the clitoris, mutilating a young woman. Yeah, I think I mean Ricky Gervais. Like he, he he says it quite funnily. Like he does say some stuff which I don't agree with. But there was one where um, there was a he was doing a stand up and he was like, right, I'm just going out, mum, and uh, he's putting his balaclava on. And his mum goes, remember, you're not allowed to go out raping. And he went, you what? Feels <laughs> <laughs> like in first world country we have to say, remember, it's, yeah. it's illegal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. What is wrong with us? It's like putting bottles of bleach. Don't drink. Yeah. Leave it. Just take it off. Just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Just see which one we can get rid of because yeah. it's, it's they're obviously yeah. not doing right. I mean, that's yeah. not. A, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? It's like, why do we have to? Like, what is wrong with us? Why? And is, is it just down to education? Do you think? Maybe partly, yeah. Um, are, are we being suppressed through education? Why is it that the rich get tons of education, high quality education? Mind you, looking at the ones coming out of Eton. Well, funnily enough, I watched a documentary on a guy in America and uh, what he did is he, um, I think he dropped out of university, but he wanted to get the textbooks to be able to learn. 
and then he went to look at them and there were thousands of pounds and he said right sod that so he started i don't know how he did it i think he went to the library or something he started photocopying them and putting them online for free and he did it for ages and ages and then everyone just went what is going on here and then the fbi started hounding him and they just hounded him everywhere he went everywhere he went ended up killing himself and yeah. it's just back to your thing of um are people just jealous of the rich i am because I didn't get the opportunities that they got and any opportunity that I did get, I was in the wrong um, town. Yeah. It's, just, you know, it's, it's, it's too easy to say, oh, it's all down to you. It's not all down to you. No, no, Sometimes there is, there is, not I saw you the story. Do the ghettos want to stay in the ghetto? No. They want to they mm-hmm. they make something of themselves, but then because you've got this cycle of poverty and poor education, they, they're left to like either be a priest or go and mug somebody or sell drugs or whatever that's not the fault of it, it's the fault of society not taking care of those people yeah, yeah. i accept i did things that i you know i shouldn't have done and, and things that i should have done and all that sort of thing but it was like uh, there was no sort of my mum worked in bars and stuff like that she she missed a lot of school when she was younger because she had a really bad accident with her hands so she's not the most intelligent person in the world love it to bits but you know and my dad um, i saw him on weekends and stuff like that but he never had a proper job or anything like that so i would just like right just completely like who, where do you get your work ethic from yeah and i've sort of built it myself just by doing stupid hours but that was just mm-hmm. oh um, desperation i guess I yeah. wish I'd have had something at the beginning where someone said, right, you can do this, you're good at this, do that. But there was no sort of, I don't know. I think, I think there's too much too much of an element of luck involved as well in people who get really rich. Like, the vast majority of stories you hear of how people get rich, it's all the same. I, I was reading one story on Facebook, um, and it was telling, it was a rags to riches story of this guy. I don't know what his name is, I've forgotten his name, but he, he owns a bunch of businesses or something. Uh, and he was telling him how his dad was a drunk and uh, his mum was disabled and blah blah blah. So it, the whole like half the story was like, because the story was how he went from rags to riches. So half the story was like this sob story, and then halfway down into the story, his auntie died and left him a hundred grand inheritance. And then from that, okay, so he set up his business from that. Yeah. But it's like that's not how everyone else can do you know, rags to riches story. No, right. You know what I mean? Not everybody's going to get that. And like fucking Donald Trump, oh, I had a small hundred million loan for my dad and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's always, a lot of the times, obviously not always, but a lot of the times it's that element of luck where you just get this big cash sum. And obviously yeah. if everybody had that cash sum, they could then, uh, they could become entrepreneurs. They could, you know, invest yeah. in something. They could create a business. They can do whatever. But obviously it's that's the, that's the hard thing is having that initial luck, that initial boost that you need. Yeah. It's like David said at the beginning, if you've got money, you can make money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah. think about it, it's like, uh, you'd have to have the education in place first to know what to do with that money if you yeah. get a thousand, exactly. two thousand, five thousand pounds yeah. invest. If you don't have the initial education yes, to, yeah. to know what to do with it, then they'll just... It's not just one, it's literally pretty much all people who win the lottery just waste it. Yeah. Pretty much, I think like the vast, vast majority of people who win the lottery are just illiterate, uneducated idiots <laughs> who just fucking blow it all on helicopters and fucking nights out to Vegas and it's just, you fucking idiots. Yeah. I've, I've like I've millions. Book, like, given a book for Christmas, Poor Dad to Rich Dad, I don't know if you've read the book. Oh, and he um, just tells, it's about how to talk to your children about <clears throat> money. Um, stop buying stuff that is just frivolous. Buy something yeah. that will make you more money. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like buy yourself something that you can print something off or buy yourself a 3D printer so you can stop buying just dead end stuff once you bought yeah. it, the money is gone. Yeah. Whereas if you buy something where you can make money, yeah, not necessarily, you might not necessarily do it straight away, you might have to work at it and stuff like that. But if you bought a computer game, you're not going to make any money from that computer game. If you bought yourself a 3D printer, there is the potential to make money. And I think I think the book, I've not read it yet, but it's, I think it's about that mainly, just how to talk to your children about how to make money rather than squander it. So, um, sorry about that. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> No, it's education. When do they tell you that in school? Yeah, you don't. You don't get any. There's nothing. All, all you taught at school is how to I do. Pythagoras' theorem. Yeah, it's, not even <laughs> yeah. That. it's just how to do a task. You complete the task. Whereas, whereas real money making is getting other people to do stuff for you, so then you don't have to work. That's what all our bosses do. Like everyone that's ever had a boss, they just get everyone to do the hard work, and then they just. That's generally what you know. I'm watching a YouTuber called Wholesale Ted. And she talks about uh, she's an e-commerce sort of person and she said her dad um, took her to a gardening store when she was younger and there were these like um you know wind chimes yeah and he basically said to her um oh you could make one of the wind chimes couldn't you and you could make money off it she went yeah i could and then i could make loads of money from it he said yeah but if you got someone else to make the wind chimes for you and you paid them they'd do that and they could employ more people to do it and then you get lots of money and then you could just pay them little bits and then you become even richer and he said that's more what it is rather than you know doing all the work yourself which is true that's what elon musk has done that's what jeff bezos has done he's just employed people for nothing anyway on a different different subject um i have uh, got a song from loser puppy um that i'm going to play on the show now for us it's called just wait and they're actually recording a music video at the minute and they're asking for people to be in it they're doing the whole uh i remember the feeder video for um don't wanna break you down hold you down and they're just like people can't remember what the song's called but they basically <laughs> want a, a straight shot of anyone that wants to be in the video go to the facebook page i'm sure there'll be a, a, something there for you to to upload the video to, and you just want a straight shot of you dancing about like a dickhead. I think I might do one of my Snorlax costume in a minute and send it over. So yeah, if you want to be involved, it's Loser Puppy, and this song is called Just Wait. Left a dirty stain So rave 
to keep it plain And lay, just lay And make it Just wait, we'll go away So wait, just wait We'll break your back again the subject of music has anyone been listening to anything new not well i've been listening to pe- people have been sending me stuff uh darren yep. like i said and russ and you know uh luke all. but at today I'm, I'm in a really weird mood where i want to listen to electronica and trap oh Why? yeah <laughs> yeah i like the music's good yeah yeah you're, you're, you're quite into it aren't you? I think. yeah yeah definitely yeah, because we were talking at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking at the beginning. We're probably going to post um, a series of playlists from ourselves uh, every week, just like ten tunes that we've possibly been listening to, and we'll post them up if anyone wants to try and listen to any new music or anything that's there for you. If not, you know, yeah. it's just, it's not really care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All I've done in that is uh, uh, my most recent likes on Spotify. I've just the last the last ten likes I did, I just put them in a playlist. Yeah. And exactly. they're, they're so they're so varied. It's like yeah. there's no connecting theme whatsoever. It's just oh, completely fine. different yeah. songs. So yeah. You do it however you want. Yeah. Do you think it's funny like uh, when you're at the beginning of a relationship and you're trying to impress a woman, you go, Oh listen to this music, listen to this music, listen to this music, listen to this music. Yeah. 
I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was when I first met Lauren. I was I was really impressed by what she listened to because most people I knew didn't really listen to anything outside the charts or anything like that. And um, she was like, and firstly she said I like Final Fantasy, and I'm like, wow, who are you? Because most of my friends don't even like Final Fantasy. And she was like, oh yeah, let's tell us and change. I'm like, oh right, okay. <laughs> Listen to Kill Switch Engage and stuff like that. I'm like, oh brilliant, Chili Peppers. I'm like, right, fantastic, sorted. Because that's what I was into at the time. So it's like, yeah, I know what you mean. You, uh, I, I do that when I'm talking. I've got this young lad at work, and he's like, uh, oh, I don't know. Any, he's just an indie boy. He like, he listens to. I think his band's called Record Street. If anyone wants to check them out, they're they're quite good actually for indie stuff. It's not my genre of music, but they're very well recorded and stuff. They've travelled America and Europe, and I think um, he's told me some stories. Like he met uh, Robert Plant when he were in America and stuff like that. Um, he went on tour with the Ramstein tribute band and it was just massive places and stuff which I didn't realise tribute bands could command that much but they did and uh, yeah, yeah when I was talking to him he's like oh I don't really listen to much music so I said oh listen to The Wall he's like right yeah I like that I said oh listen to Joy Division he's like oh, I'm not that much of a fan he likes Unknown Pleasures but not Closer I'm like alright okay so I was just trying to think of stuff that I listen to but it's so hard to like do you know when someone asks you what do you listen to I, I just go yeah. blank yeah, <laughs> and I've made stuff where I just think, why have I said that? <laughs> I've not listened to them for 10 years. You know, I find it's all mood, though. I mean, with me, because I, I consume all music. Yeah. Um, that sounds pretentious, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it, Now, because I've listened to so much music, I playlist basically whatever mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. So, like, today, for example, I just want to listen to, like, dark electronica and trap I don't know why it just feels like the thing that I want to listen to or yeah. like another day I want to listen to like classical or another day jazz you know oh, I'm really into jazz anyway but mm. you know like um do you not find that this is more mood than yeah I mean I've, I've got a playlist where I just I like loads of stuff and it's just light songs and I'll put it on random and I'm just stood there at work pressing the skip button all day. <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. And then I think, what should I listen to? And I can't think of any artists. So that's somewhere where I should probably make some playlists into mood. Whereas I, I haven't done that yet, but I completely agree. That's something, that's just my unorganized mind more than anything else. Yeah. And walking, because I walk a lot. Uh, I soundtrack the walk. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why I've got six billion bloody playlists. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's Heidi's birthday today, and she's got a Mario Kart and Just Dance, the new dancing game. So we're probably going to be playing on them today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I got, I swapped because she had the old Just Dance game. I swapped that for Civilization. Did you ever play Civilization? Okay, I do. <laughs> But um, I know. Now you gotta play that. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and play it at some point. Uh, but I've not really been. I've not really like you, Afi. This week, like last week, I did loads, and this week I watched that series. I've not really listened to much new music. I've just gone back to yeah. listen to old stuff like, like Cranberries and stuff like that, older sort of stuff. And um, I've not really played much uh, games, but I suppose I'm back to work, so <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> You should be sleeping, not playing games. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, come on, and straight to bed and not sleep, and then wake up and go to work. Oh, <laughs> this cycle. It's impossible, <laughs> but somehow I've managed it. 
But yeah, I wanted to touch a bit on um, Corey as well because uh, we had Corey on as a guest uh, a few weeks back and um, we played one of his songs which is called Flux Teen 20MG and we reviewed it on our um, on our Instagram and Facebook and it was basically, uh, I think he was trying to get a gig and it was like an online gig, um, you know, a live stream and they basically wanted an electronic press kit from him and he basically said to us, he said, can you write us a review on this song? And I said, yeah, of course, yeah, because if it helps, you know, that's what we're trying to do. So if there are any bands out there that are after help um, with that sort of thing, if they're after help with just a review of a song, if they just want, you know, some smoke blowing up their arse, um, <laughs> we're happy to help. Um, I think uh, Corey was struggling with a biography as well, so we're going to try and help him with that. I think so far he's got Lancashire emo or something like that. <laughs> so we're going to try and uh, uh, help him with that. But yeah, if, if there are any bands out there and they're after any help, you know, this is sort of what we're trying to do. Maybe it gets lost in time because we don't reiterate it enough. Maybe we need to say it a bit more, what we're trying to do. But we are basically just trying to help bands create and if that's a biography or anything, you know, we're here, so I'll get in contact, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's harder to it's harder to display that when you can't meet up and you know, like have the guests on and things like yeah. that. It is the worst time for us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like coming to come at the worst time. Yeah, because we had so yeah. many plans, didn't we? Like as yeah. as lockdown was stopped in between that little gap of Christmas before Christmas we were meeting up and doing the, uh, the things all socially distanced of course and um, yeah it, it, we'd have, we had so many good ideas and still I think we're coming out with good ideas randomly now and it's just but, but really, <laughs> we were planning all this beforehand yeah like, for years we started to get yeah we started to get people at the Napier and record them playing at the Napier and uh it's a bit disjointed, you know, like coordinating it really. Yeah. Um, but we'd really figured out a plan of how to do that. And that's another thing what we're going to do, which is get bands in and record them and maybe take the photographs for promotion and things like that. So this is another thing after lockdown when people can meet each other. We've got studios and stuff, we can yeah. use them. Yeah, like I say, we've got artists, photographers, all in you, David, but <laughs> we've got, I'd like to say, song It's recording. not like I'm doing anything, is it? No. <laughs> Podcast, we've got uh, YouTube, which we're going to, you know, explore a bit more when we can. But like I say, it is, if you want, if you want gigs and all that sort of thing, we all know how hard it is sometimes when you're trying to break through, if you just started and you want an electronic press kit, we can help you build that. And that's sort of the aim of what we're trying to do, trying to get everyone on board. Um, and yeah, and then we're you know we're just trying to sell our own merch as well, just to fund everything a bit more. Um, David's obviously uh, putting the artwork up, and I'm trying to run that. And um, we're, we're just messing about with Redbubble and Amazon merch at the minute. And uh, I just started doing the Amazon thing last night, but you needed a bank account, so I'm making a business account for us and all that sort of thing. So it should be exciting. I'm, I'm really excited for it because. Like David's artwork is like stellar, and when you look at everyone else's on Redbubble or Amazon, you think, Jesus Christ, there's not much competition. So <laughs> hopefully, we can sort of attack the niches and you know try and get on it. But um, it's exciting. It's it's something that I can do that isn't too time um, taking or whatever the word is. But yeah, consuming. <laughs> 
anyway, I thought let's let's move on to the uh, the movies of my mind and mm. um, see if we can get them right this week. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna do a bit of a shifty about here and see if we can uh, see if we can trick you again this week. <laughs> Are you ready? No. Yes, I, I feel like I had you as well. I feel like I feel like I'd worked you out um, last yeah. week, like, by the week before, and then you, you threw me for a loop, which is a bit annoying. So, well, we'll see. Yeah, I do have these little mind games that I play. You know, Just... <laughs> number yeah, one. Okay. Yes. The disgraced magician. <laughs> why is that so funny? I don't know why that's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Edwin Allside was a world-renowned magician performing his magic across the globe until an accident destroyed his career and his life. Overconfident from his years of success, Edwin parted hard and on this fateful night, on the fateful night he began his show, he was rather intoxicated. During his finale, in which he saws a woman in two, Edwin badly misjudged the angle of his saw and cut his penis clean off. After years of intensive surgery to try and reattach his penis and return its functionality, Edwin must now find magic not in himself but in others. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so I'm trying to work out the the geometry of this. So you've got um, a magician's box in front of you with a woman. You're sewing this way, like in front of you. How do you cut your penis off doing that? You'd have to ask Edwin after. Was he was he was he pantless as well? Was he, he was did he very drunk. Was he erect? He, he was, was drunk. very drunk. He okay. was very drunk. Apparently, according to the synopsis. Ooh, um, so, splitting it down the middle. Exactly. Yeah. Splitting it. Splitting it in twain. I couldn't tell you what sort of angle this was, but it, it's definitely saying that he's uh, misjudged the angle. That's <laughs> 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 I am I am leaning towards yours because it's penis related. So I don't know if you're just trying to throw us for a loop, but ah, the penis see. theme. The penis theme is. Well, yeah. the problem is <laughs> true, yeah. the problem is the first few was penis themed, and then and then I, I uh, threw you for a loop. So am I doing that, or is this really the magi- the disgraced magician on VHS? <laughs> Disgraced magician, he cuts his penis off and then he does what, sorry? What does he do after that? After he cuts his penis uh, off? After years of intensive surgery to try and re- reattach his penis and its uh, and its functionality, Edwin must now find magic not in himself, but in others. What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Is he well, looking for magicians to restore his penis? <laughs> I think, I think what it's, from what I can work out from it is he doesn't have his penis anymore. So he's trying to find kindness in others rather than his magic self. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's just so, what I read into it. So. Um, the, nothing in the well, I guess it's only a synopsis, but nothing in the beginning like makes it seem like he has a problem with other people, and that okay. find, for some reason cutting his penis off real, makes him realise that people are okay. Um, okay. I thought it would have been better if maybe instead of attaching his penis back on, he attached like a magic wand to the rest of it, okay. and he started doing magic with his dick. That would yeah, have been yeah. pretty good. That, um, that sounds like a good film. Point, it does, yeah, yeah, the dick magic, yeah. So the dick would magician. You, would you like the next title? Yes. Yeah, so, so far, I'm leaning sus, so I'm saying that might be fake for so okay. far. 
The next title, The Positively True Adventures of the Alleged Texas Cheerleader Murdering Mum. <laughs> These long murder ones. Bombs, or <laughs> does his bum do the murders? Not murdered mum, not bub. Murdered bum. Mum. Mom. Mom. I, I generally feel like the long titles usually are real because I feel like they're like 60, 70 psychedelic time, like weird yeah. movie sounds. Yeah. Okay, so far I'm thinking, but let's let's hear it. Let's I hear the synopsis. Every time you tell me something like that, you're just giving me extra manga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When a spe- a sp- when aspiring cheerleader Shana becomes overzealous in her efforts to win votes, the school administration bars her from tryouts. And when Shauna's snotty rival Verna succeeds in making the team, Shauna's mother Wanda decides it's a mere issue of supply and demand, and so plots to hire a hitman to create a vacancy on the cheerleading squad. When her brother-in-law tips off the authorities, a scandal ensues. See that? That's synopsis. It sounds like a normal film, so I don't don't know why the title is so weird, considering the story seems quite normal. So that's a bit weird. That's a bit sus as well. Sus as well. Yeah, it is. Because the, the, the story is normal, but the title is weird. So mm, mm, that one. Oh. Yeah, you're a tricky man. You're a tricky man. I'm, I'm struggling now. I don't know. I don't give the options are three. Right. You ready for the next one? Yep. Demon Wind. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? Right. In 1931, a body is burned on a cross. On a farm, a woman named Regina attempts to barricade a door from where beyond demons try to enter. Her husband George transforms into a demon instead and kills her. Sixty years later, after the suicide of, of his father, a young man named Corey, the grandson of Regina and George, and his girlfriend Elaine, along with a group of their friends, travel to the farm so that Corey can figure out what happened to his grandparents. They are attacked by a band of vicious demons. When the kids try to escape, a mysterious fog brings them back to the farm, protected by a shield that prevents the demons from entering the house. One by one, the kids become possessed by the demons, but manage to fight them off with a pair of daggers they find, which is the only thing that will kill them. But when the demon's master arrives, the kids realise they will need something stronger to fend off the hellish threat. That that was that was way too complicated. You've you've not slept in the past seven days. There's no way you wrote all that. <laughs> so, where am I tricking you? <laughs> Have I just made up that story of lock of sleep just to write that? <laughs> Unless it was one of your dreams that you in your like sleep, you know, like day day mares or whatever they are. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I think that's true. I think actually because I think that could be a proper film. Um, and I just don't think you could have written all that in your, in your current condition. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm torn between one and two. The rest of each week. Probably two. Go with number oh, two. I don't know why. I'm, I think I'm wrong. I'm still going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, God. You see, the first one is so fucking stupid. I, I, can't, I, I can't see how that's a film. Yeah, but we but have had that, uh, films that are stupid I know. in the past. Yeah, so. I know. What was that's the most stupid I'm... film we've had? I can't think. We've had some pretty stupid films, though. Oh, my God. I'm really torn now. Do, uh, I, go uh, with the, do I go with the really stupid one, or the... 
if if I say two and one is the fake one, I'm gonna feel like such a fucking idiot. But I've got two. I've got two. You both got the two. Yeah. I think you should feel like an absolute fucking idiot. No! <laughs> of course it's the degree. I wrote it like five seconds before I came on. That's why I didn't Skype you straight to it. That's how all Hollywood like... films. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I just didn't have time. I've, I've done that before where I'm like, it's so stupid, but it, it ends up being real. Fucking hell, yeah. so annoying. You know what we should do is get a bunch of these films and make reaction videos watching them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think Afi did, you used to do, um, you did one on Captain Alex, didn't you? Who killed Captain Alex? Alex. Yeah. I did who killed Captain Alex and I did uh, Hercules in New York as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send it David because it's the funny that videos. Short Schwarzenegger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we do those again, yeah, definitely, all three of us. Yeah. Have you got any news, Afi, just to finish off the uh, podcast? Uh, I've just, I've not really, like you, I've just spent two minutes beforehand. Just, yeah. um, and I just Very well again. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. So I've just, um, I've gone on Reddit again to see what's on Reddit. So let's, uh, I've, I've not read any of these. Um, so here's a, a head. Uh, Betty White reveals how she plans to spend her 99th birthday in quarantine. Let's see what she's doing in quarantine. Uh, but Betty White, what do you guys think she's doing in quarantine? 99 year old. Betty oh. White. Betty White. Wrestling. <laughs> Going on Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> so, what am I doing for my birthday? Running a mile each morning has been curtailed by COVID, so I'm working on getting the pet set re-released and feeding the two ducks who come to visit me every day. She runs a mile a day. Fucking hell, not bad for a 99-year-old. Pet set? What's a pet set? So, first released in 1971, Betty White's pet set featured appearances by celebrities and their pets. From cats and dogs to more exotic animals like elephants, seals, tigers, and zebras. Uh, the weekly program includes guests such as Carol Burnett, Doris Day, Mary Tyler Moore, and many others. The show is set to be re released digitally and on DVD, so now you can find out, you can buy it and watch it and see what it's all about. Do you guys have um, pets? Uh, I don't know. I, um... What have you got, David? What? what did you say? Have you got any pets? No. No. I, I, I can barely be responsible for myself, so I don't think I can have an animal in the house as well. So it's just, I'm too lazy for that. I've had I've pets. No, I, I, I like them from afar. I've had pets and it never works out. It's it's, too, it's, it is too much fun, especially if you've got like a family. I mean, pets are good if you like an emotional support, I guess, uh, yeah, for people yeah. who need it. But um, for me, it's just too much work. I, I don't want to, I don't want to not, I, I don't want to, um, have a pet and not look after it properly. Yeah. Like, give it the attention it needs and what have you. So yeah, I, I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, right. So next one. Um, this man owns three hundred twenty-one million dollars in Bitcoin, but he can't access it because he fo- forgot his password. Oh yeah, I heard about that. So <laughs> I read something. I read something slightly different. It was in England, and he'd thrown it away. It was on a hard drive, and he'd thrown it in a skip. So he's asking this the this the council. If anyone finds it, he'll share it with them. That's a different one. Yeah. It's a different one. Yeah. Jesus so. Christ. Stephen Thomas. Yeah, three hundred twenty-one million. This guy, uh, dollars. So Stephen Thomas has two guesses left before he's locked out of his fortune forever. Um. So Stephen Thomas is a Bitcoin millionaire, or he would be if only he could remember his password. The San Francisco software developer and CEO was an early adopter of Bitcoin back in twenty eleven. 
He produced an animated video explaining how the digital currency works. For his efforts, a Bitcoin enthusiast awarded him 7,000 Bitcoins. Later that year, he lost the password to his Iron Key, the USB hard drive that contains the digital wallet that holds his Bitcoins. Since then, the currency's value has skyrocketed and Thomas's holdings are worth $220 million uh, US. Oh, so he's Canadian, so it's $321 million uh, Canadian dollars. Jesus. Oh, they're not worth it. They're not worth no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think there are 20,000 of Bitcoin now. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely insane. So, why can't you get into it? Why can you not just hack it or whatever? It's because of blockchain. Blockchain's put up to be more secure than a bank. Oh. Um, so, if you've lost that, you're fucked. I hate stories like this. <laughs> I just can't imagine if it were me in that situation. Your life's over because you will never get over that. I mean, he, he got them as a gift as well, though, so I guess it's not too bad. It's not no, like it it's, it's, all, it's his own wealth. I mean, it's right, bad. Okay, but it's okay, let's put it this way. I, think. I become a rich billionaire, right, and I yeah. give you $100 million in your bank, uh, pounds or whatever, and then, I don't know, something happens and then you can't get in your bank. You'd not be pissed off. <laughs> I'd be pissed off. I wouldn't say my life is over, but I wouldn't be, no. I wouldn't be pissed off, yeah. But right. I, I, my life wouldn't be over. I'd, I'd still... There was a woman that worked at my old job, and she won three million pounds on the lottery, right? Right. So just imagine what I've just said there. There was a woman that worked in the job I used to work in and she had won three million pounds. Three million pounds is enough to retire on if, you, if you're if yeah, not yeah, stupid. Yeah. Easily, And yeah. she, she worked at the place I used to work at, packing boxes. Wow. So she squandered yeah. it. She bought a pub in Blackburn. Who buys a pub, for one? She bought, <laughs> bought a bar abroad. She bought a bar abroad for her sister in a big foot. Her, her sister drank herself to death. Fucking hell. You don't, you can, it's very easy just to but be... Uh, doesn't this go back to what I was saying earlier? Is yeah, 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 yeah. If, yeah. What would you do with the money? Exactly. Yeah. And if you give it to people, they either squander it, so that's that's all... One second, one second. I just, I lost you all there. All right. I'm, I'm losing connection. Is anyone there? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. I've got you back. Sorry, what did yeah. you say, David? I'm just saying, yeah, but like if you give it to people, there's a squander it. If you give it to a charity, it might not get to the place where you want it to go to, you know. What do you do with it? You can invest from I think I think people who people who win the lottery should uh, maybe given the option to have get advice from a financial advisor first before they, they spend. Come to you. They, 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 yeah. they come to you yeah. to win the lottery, yeah. Wow. But obviously it doesn't matter to certain people because they don't care. No. Like my friend has a good idea at work. He uh, he said he'd get everyone uh, plus driving um, exams, so then you were the best driver on road, sort of thing. So when yeah, he gave yeah. them a car, they'd, like he's done his best for them. Like if they drive into a wall, they've had the lessons, you know, <laughs> whatever. And he'd get everyone health cured up, so then if you had any problems, you can go straight to the doctor and all that sort of thing. They'd be the first two things he'd do. And I thought that's a good idea. It's responsible in a in a sense, because yeah. like you say, you're gonna just get messed up. That's yeah. all you're gonna. First thing you're gonna do is you're gonna get messed up. I mean, personally, I'd make sure my friends and family were all looked after, uh, that they didn't have to work again. If it was a life-changing sum, massive, massive amount. Mm. If it was only three million, I'd try and give everyone a bit. But ultimately, I'd put it into a business and try and make. Some- I'd invest it in people around me if they had like good ideas and stuff, um, yeah. rather than oh, I fancy doing this and then you give it them, they never do it because now they're flush. I'd invest in what their ideas are. Uh, I'd, my mum and dad, I'd see, were fine. And if there was anything <laughs> to do, I'd just do it for them. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd, I'd probably do it that way rather than just 
flat out give somebody something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you, you know, like you, you've got the luck of winning the lottery, mm. uh, and you've got to see yourself right as well. Yeah. You know, first, really, so that you're in a position, a strong position, to be comfortable to help the world. Yeah. You'd have to put something into place where your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids would never have to struggle. Yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. do it now, really. I've got skills that people don't have. Yeah. And I help them because I've got those skills. Um, but it's not giving them something. They're, they're, I'm investing in what they're doing. Yeah. Because I believe in them. Yeah. I mean, if you came to me and were shit, I'd be like, oh. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's what it's about as well, isn't it? Like, say with the money and sort of stuff like that. But, uh, what's the next news story, Afi? So the next one: uh, thief threatens to call police on mum who left child in the back seat of the car he stole. Wow. <laughs> Where's that? That. Oh, it's just happened to my browser. <laughs> so this okay. one. This was in Oregon. So, um, car thief. Uh, Where maybe she's Oregon on the map of America? Or Oregon, I don't know. Uh, David, do you know? I should do, but I don't. Oregon, let's have a look. I think it's. It sounds like it's a northern state. Oregon. Oh, no, maybe not. Oregon Trail, isn't it? Oregon. I'm not too sure. Oregon, USA. Oh, it's just, it's just, under, it's just under Washington. Just oh, under Washington. Oh, yeah, so it's is like, Washington? Is Washington's like right northwest. Yeah. Northwest of New York. Remember, you've got Washington and Washington, D.C. Mm. And Washington, D.C. is at one side, and Washington State is on the other side. Oh, which one is it? Uh, Washington State, I think, right? So Washington State is northwest. Yeah. Northwest. Is, that near, is New York up that way? No, no, no. no. Washington, D.C. is under New York. Washington State is, it's like uh, California, that kind of thing. Oh, right, okay. See, that's, I'm terrible with geography. And when <laughs> anyone ever says anything about America, I'm always like, right, where's that? Because <laughs> the way I see it is the hotter the temperature, the mental, the more mental the person. <laughs> so that's, that, was my, uh, that was why I asked. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Listen, I quite discovered a small child at the back seat of the SUV he boosted Saturday in Beaverton drove back to the child's mother, demanded she take the child out of the back seat, and drove off once more. <laughs> <laughs> That's, he, that takes actually, It does. It's pretty funny, though, actually. I quite like that. Yeah. He actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her, said Officer Matt Henderson, a Beaverton police spokesman. Uh, the crime occurred at 9.10am in the parking lot of Basics Meat Market. Fucking all these names. The mother parked just outside the store's front door and went in to buy a gallon of milk and some meat. She was never more than 15 feet from the car, but she made a critical error. She left the engine running and the doors unlocked with a child oh, in the back come seat. On. Wow. I think she deserves to. I'd, I'd have done that. What he did. <laughs> I'd have drawn yeah. to child services. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, so, what she did was not a crime. She was within sight and sound of a child, Henderson said, but she left the car running. I, I don't know. I don't think that's... I, I, it might not be a I crime, take, but it's stupid. It's very stupid, yeah. Uh, I think I've never if you left do my that, kids you... in the car, especially with the keys running. I don't leave them in the car anyway, so... Yeah, exactly, I mean, 100%. crack a window, you know. Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> don't have, like... I don't know. It just never occurs to me. I think if I've got Arlo in the car with me, 
I can't go out unless I've got a pram. So that's that's the way I see it in my head. But that's, that's just me being overcautious, probably. Not really. No, probably not. Have <laughs> <laughs> we got any more news, Afi? So, I've got another one. Um, not that good, colon. Montreal restaurant's brutally honest menu. Plus, Wait, is it not that good? Apparently, they just. <laughs> <laughs> so, not that good in quotation marks, then grammatical colon. Uh, Montreal's restaurants. So basically, they just self-deprecate in their own me- menu, and apparently, people quite like that. Um, so it says, uh, in the cutthroat restaurant industry, most business owners boast that their dishes are the best in town. So Fei Gang Fei, who runs Aunt Dai Chinese restaurant in Montreal, is taking a different approach with a menu offering bracingly honest descriptions of the dishes on offer. Uh, comparing to our general Tao chicken, this one is not that good, reads the entry for orange beef. <laughs> anyway, I'm not a big fan of North American Chinese food and it's your call. <laughs> Another entry warns, don't let the name fool you, this one is not authentic Chinese food. Else, elsewhere, Fei candidly admits that he's not a huge fan of the restaurant's version of sweet and sour pork strips. <laughs> The restaurant is now seeing a surge in customers after a tweet about the menu went viral. That's a really good idea, I think, actually. I quite like that. I think I, I'd go there. I was talking to David about this. We, me, I was talking to David about this, but we were talking about t-shirt designs for the, uh, the e-commerce thing. And I said to him, um, self-deprecating words do really well on t-shirts. Like, yeah, spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, that that's it does work because people think that's funny. That's actually a, another interesting point. When we when we were talking about that, I've been looking at um, like Urban Dictionary and things like that, where things that, uh, words that have been created, and there's tons that have been created during lockdown. Oh, to describe things. Should go and look at it. Yeah, I will. I will after you've said that. Some of them are hilarious. Yeah. And they'll come up in conversation and you're just like, what? I know, there's like that young lad at work, he's always coming out with words and I'm just like, what are you on about? Like, <laughs> um, it weren't that off the beaten track, but one for example was Space Cadet. He goes around calling people Space Cadets. I'm like, where's that come from? I've heard that one. Yeah. Space. You're a fucking Like it's an airhead. Yeah, just like you're away with yeah. fairies sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was another one. There was another one, oh. sorry. Um, there was Very a saying. Final one. Sorry, there was oh, a saying, yeah. and it was, um, call the cops, I'm off my chops. <laughs> <laughs> so just, basically, there's this video he sent, right? And it's this guy in, um, where do all the ladyboys live? Thailand? Thailand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's in Thailand, this guy, and he comes up thinking, he's like, call the cops, I'm off my chops. And, he's, and then he starts having sex with this, uh, man boy. Uh, girl, girl, boy, 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 boy girl, whatever. <laughs> but it's, he's, he's still got a willy, this guy. Yeah. And he's like, who goes to Thailand and, it's, and doesn't have sex with a lady boy? It's like going to Turkey and yeah. not having a kebab. The <laughs> oh. funniest story about that I've heard is there's these tourists and they, they buy this uh, T-shirt. It says same, same, but different. It says same, same on the front. Yeah. And then at the back it says, but different. Yeah, I yeah. I think we're walking around it. It means like... I'm into ladyboys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's banging away at this ladyboy and he's like, he's like, Jeffrey, get your willing out, Jeffrey. It's <laughs> like, Jesus, guy. But I'm guessing that's where it, it must have been a phrase and I've just, it's gone by me, but I just love that. Call the cops, I'm off my chops. That's really. right. I like that. That's good. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the guys know him, he's like from Newcastle or something, the guy on the video. <laughs> it's funny. 
What, is there any more news after or is that the lot? So, last one. Um, a pigeon survived an 8,000 mile journey from Oregon to Australia. Authorities plan to kill it. So... <laughs> So, <laughs> a racing pigeon has survived an extraordinary 8,000-mile Pacific Ocean crossing from the United States to find a new home in Australia. Now, authorities consider the bird a quarantine risk and plan to kill it. Um, Kevin Sellybird said Thursday he discovered the exhausted bird that arrived in his Melbourne backyard on December 26 and had disappeared from a race in the U.S. state of Oregon on October 29. Ex experts suspect the pigeon that Sellybird has named Joe, after the U.S. president-elect, hitched a ride on a cargo ship to cross the Pacific. Joe's feet has attracted the attention of the Australian media, the notoriously strict Australian quarantine and inspection service. I don't know why, but this is quite Australian because they are quite um, quite strict on oh, immigration yeah. in general, aren't they? So Do it does seem like a very Australian thing. No, no, no that's a really good show. It's, it's generally um, not generalising, but there's all there tends to be a lot of Chinese people bringing very strange food and sometimes wildlife in the packaging. Mm. And they opened this bag up and it was just like uh, jellied insects and stuff like that. <laughs> just looks like nothing you'd ever put near your mouth. It's like <laughs> out your arse than in your mouth. Uh -huh. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> That's what's suspected to have started COVID-19 is a pangolin. Oh, is basically that like the, the basic No, no, they're basically like aardvarks with like scales on the back, essentially. Oh, so it's not from a bat then? No, no, originally it's from a bat, it's existed in bats yeah. for a long time. But how it transferred from a bat to a pangolin, and it, it I could only imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. say that about the AIDS thing, don't they? It's either someone was chopping monkey meat and cut his hand, or someone had sex with a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pangolin. Oh, no, that. So maybe the, the bat uh, is blood. A vampire bat. Mm, possibly, yeah. Possibly. Sure. Bats, apparently, so no. No. Uh -huh. yeah. Maybe someone's. But no, but no. But they it, it's it was the contamination because the Chinese uh, food markets they have like all different types of animals like in yeah. cages stacked up on one another. That's why. So like, the markets. There's, yeah. there's, there's lots of cross contamination. Pangolins are quite rare. They're endangered. Mm -hmm. Well, I think they use it for Chinese medicine, don't they? The scales for Chinese medicine, so they they'll have them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's it, really. That's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it came from a lab, but it's been designed to destroy. <laughs> <it. So, laughs> you know, she might get once. Pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well, it's been it's been lovely chatting to you both again. As uh, indeed, yeah. I wonder, I wonder, <laughs> yeah. I wonder when we'll get out of this lockdown. Let's have a guess. Let's have a bet. What month? Or indeed, what year? I'm going to extrapolate the fact that you need two COVID vaccines. So, for example, and I, I believe the waiting list is anywhere between three to six months. So you can have your initial jab, wait three months, and then have the second one. Now, if that can, if they have a problem and it runs over to six months, so I'm thinking seven months time. Have they not said that there's a nasal one that they're working on? Oh, I've, I've, I've literally not been watching the news. No, I, I think I saw it. I don't know if it's true, um, but I'm sure a nasal one was in talks. Whether it but was now, they're also, they're also saying now that there's a new variant in South Africa that might bypass the, the vaccine. Oh, 
So, <laughs> so you never know. I reckon it's going to be at least another year before this like properly calms down. I think they generally do tend to have like a two-year cycle on their new viruses before they kind of die down. Two years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm that, thinking at least next year, next summer. I think that came down to um, people just saying, "Right, we're just not living like this anymore." Yeah. Um, and they just thought, "Right, there's going to be casualties." Um, so be it. I think. I think from what I've read, that's how Spanish flu because the herd immunity eventually. Because we still have a variant of Spanish flu every year here, so it's still a thing. It's just obviously we're a lot more. Um, yeah, we've got a defence for it. But yeah, I'm thinking uh, next summer. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. But hopefully we get proven wrong. That'd be nice. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Or at least they bring the numbers down so that it uh, isn't as you know, detrimental. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So we can come out a lockdown. And, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe into that in between lockdown phase that we are. Mm. Yeah. Because that wasn't too bad. At Still. least you could go out for food, for example, or pub. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm missing food. Nice food. That not isn't takeaway. I keep watching American <laughs> shows where they've got like, like sitting on the bed looking at doc- high profile documents trying to talk with Facebook. New York pizza. Yeah, I think we're having uh, Nando's tonight. We're going to order Nando's for Heidi's birthday. That's another thing. I've been working 12 hours uh, all week. I have had no sleep. I've been smashing overtime all over Christmas and I'm still skint. <laughs> kids, it's Christmas and yeah. their birthday on January, and I was so I was miserable last night. I'm just like, why am I struggling all the time? But I'm just dead. Yeah. <laughs> but there you it go. Is. That's yeah. life. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been lovely it's talking to you, gentlemen. And uh, well, uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll reconvene next week as usual. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully I'll see you next week what your eyeballs look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to, I don't know if anyone can, uh, that's might be listening, have any um, advice for work, night workers, like stuff you can stick in your ears, eyes, arse, whatever. Like a fist, to sleep. Like a fist is the best option for all three. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my, my um, that's what I'm going to look for this week, stuff to yeah. help me sleep. Mm. It's been lovely, gentlemen. Yes. Okay. And we shall talk next week. Very good. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.